Hey everybody, welcome back to Toys on Tap. This week's episode, we bring on Sam E. Hawkins, Sam the Hawk Toys, who creates one-offs that look just like the people he's creating them for. If you want more of Toys on Tap, you can follow us on all socials at Toys on Tap. You could like, subscribe, rate, review. Free way to support the podcast. If you want to support the podcast even more, you could jump on that Patreon at patreon.com slash toys on tap. Now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to Toys on Tap. It's a toy podcast. If you haven't heard it, that interviews artists from all over the toy scene. I'm pumped to have you on today. Are we recording now? Are We're we on it. We're doing awesome. This. Hey, no, I'm I'm glad to have. I gotta admit, I haven't listened in a while, but I have previously listened to your podcast because, you know, you see all these people on Instagram, but you don't always get to kind of hear the stories behind them. So it's pretty rad what you're doing. I know uh, my buddy Miles, uh, um, Collect a lot. I yep. heard his, and then um, Death by Toys. Uh, I think I listened to like I don't know three or four of them when you first came out and you started having all the big boys on uh, yeah those were some early ones yeah man so yeah. i apologize that i i fell up but you know i don't travel for work as much as i used to so that's when i used to do my podcasting and i don't really listen to anything much. yeah it's i've found that the toy artists that we have on uh regularly don't listen as much as people that don't create and really? And I feel like they're sitting doing stuff. That would be like a perfect time. It just, if you're in yeah. like, a, depending, I guess, where you're doing it. That's the dream, right? Or like when they're traveling for Thanksgiving or holidays, like that's sick. But um, it's usually people that are like they're into the artists. And so they're like, let's hear about like Suck Lord's thing. It's mostly people that don't it, it, like a lot of people that create, but mostly it's people that don't create that are Suck just. Lord, what, what, what a little. Uh... Uh, he's got his own little persona going on. That's just more of just toys. That's he's a he's got his own thing going. He's got, <laughs> that is a good way to describe that man. He's got something going. Yeah, he. Uh, I've spent the most amount of time with him than any other artist on here, and it's I think it was like twelve hours altogether. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he did a, a, t- a five part series, and each one's about an hour and a half ish or two hours, and then he did one early on and just so much there's so much suck lord that i've had to sit through and enjoy i've had to sit through and enjoy <laughs> well no he's entertaining man and then uh you know i mean doesn't uh is it jerry salts or whatever follows him and stuff like that uh yeah but i mean it's all that sex stuff he does i mean he's got he's got a little something that other people aren't always doing Suxadelic but, is what it's called i think yeah yeah it's it's a crazy i i never thought that those things would merge like uh, these types of toys and then uh, uh, the world of sex or whatever it is and he's merging them like crazy well the whole thing that's what's so cool about this that i so originally when i went to instagram uh which was not that long ago i decided like facebook is mm-hmm. where you see all your family shit and all the yeah cuss, right you don't really yeah care. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, like all your your friends and family and oh here's my kid's soccer game and all that and i was like I just need a place where I don't see all these yeah. people. And so I started doing my Instagram where I would only follow like art and comedians and musicians and stuff, just kind of as an escape. And then a few friends like kind of snuck in in the beginning. And now I'm like, 
I created a second one. I'm like slowly weeding all of the Facebook like yeah. people over there because I'm just like that's that's my outlet, you know, just like these toys things, man. Just I got a nine to five, and this is this is the way I decompress and de stress, you know. Yeah, I've had P. I, I'm kind of the same. Uh, toys on tap and Yucko toys are the only two. Um, and then I, the way that I operate is I just try not to bring like friends on or whatever it is. And I've had people get kind of upset about like, why funny, isn't that, that's such a MySpace age thing to be upset about. Yeah. But, but I do, I gotta admit though. I mean, it's funny. In fact, I think I've talked to miles about this too. Uh, it's just weird how like the following, like, while I don't care, I do care. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, no, no, that person that, you know why isn't that why doesn't daniel brown follow me i sent him a lighter like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah so daniel brown's actually the reason why i started this oh we're gonna get into it oh good i don't want to go ahead of the horse yeah uh before we go any further though please introduce yourself oh sorry who you are and what you do i am sam hawkins or I, i go by uh sam the hawk toys and uh i make Let's see. I just make toys of people I admire. You know, I try to dabble trying to do some other people's stuff, but basically it's just unsung heroes of mine that uh, I'm into and I'm, I get, you know, whatever interests me at the moment, I kind of go with. I get a lot of people that reach out to me for custom stuff and I always decline it. I've never sold any of them because I don't know. I have all of them say if they don't go to the people I make them of, then I just save them. But I think this might be the year that I got a bunch of my wife's like, when are you going to get rid of all that shit? So I think I'm going to start an Etsy and maybe pay for some Christmas presents or something. Yeah. So that's, uh, I for sure want to get into that because to create so many, you have seen so many of these people and, and you've got them like pinned on your Instagram and you've been able to see some people that I absolutely love that like, it's a like Ryan Sickler, the, the dream to hang out and do that. Um, but to, to not sell them uh, if they don't go to the people. That's an interesting take. Uh, which, what made you start doing that? Well, I didn't, I originally started making them um, back to the Dan O'Brown thing because I wanted, I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. And I wanted a Con Air figure. So I made one and then it's just maybe insecurity in the beginning of just, ah, these aren't that great or, mm. you know, not feeling they're just the perfectionist in me. But I mean, I, I, I make a decent, living and not that that means anything uh because i'm still gonna sell them but uh i just i would i wanted to that's a hard question why did i do that i don't know i don't know i don't know i didn't know what i wanted to do with it i didn't know if i wanted to keep them together for a show or i think i also wanted to build my following up because if i put them up for sale for like 100 people yeah i'm gonna let them go for nothing so i was i was holding on to them for a while and then it got to the point where i was just like well, let's see. I, I got to figure out how I want to sell them. And I and I haven't you got any recommendations of, of <laughs> how I should sell these. Because oh, Everyone geez. does stuff so differently that I'm yeah. looking on there, you know, the the way that I always saw because I've created a couple um, of like, um, well, I don't even know what you in, influencers, TikTok creators, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and those have sold. And then when they post about it, other people will buy from them. Yeah. Um, but I rarely have any interaction with any i've only made a couple that the actual person has seen um but it's such a specific niche right like dan o'brown being the one that inspires you to do this or or inspired you in the beginning 
um, it's such a particular skill set and such as like you're creating replicas of a certain person and not creating runs correct no i do one on ones yeah. yeah so i yeah i'm not the guy that i have no idea about how to do it well it's funny too you talk about that you're i'm sure it'll happen throughout this where you'll spark some memory of why or why things happen but yeah it's, so the other thing is i feel like that it's like sometimes i'm always feeling like ah this is good but not good yeah. enough to sell like you know mm. i if it's a free thing that i'm giving to somebody uh because i admire them or you know i just like repay I, I look at it as like repaying art right so like yeah. hey most of the time when i'm making something it's someone to say hey you've brought me a lot of joy in my life i'm recreating something to give back you know to show you that and uh i have a podcast called drinks with johnny with a friend of mine um who's in a band called Avenged sevenfold for those listening and uh through that i've had a lot of connections to people so it kind of helps me i know how to kind of get things to people yeah. so that just through trying to book people on the show and, and networking and things like that so i'd be lying if some of them i didn't be like well i know this guy so i'm gonna make this one because yeah. i'm gonna see them uh but then some i'll just make and it's weird. You mentioned Ryan Sickler. That one was a, a strange one because I made one of one of my favorite, favorite comedians, Rick Glassman. Mm -hmm. And he had post, no, 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 no. Uh, Jeremiah Watkins. And uh, he saw, uh, Ryan Sickler saw his and said, dude, that is awesome. And in my head, the one I made of uh, Jeremiah Watkins was not good. I'm mm -hmm. sure it was good, but he's got a bigger nose and I felt bad. Uh, it looked just like him, but the nose was too cartoony big. And I felt like he would think I was making fun of him. Yeah. So I, I made it smaller, but it, it made it not look like him as much. So mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised that was the one that triggered Ryan. And then Ryan reached out to me asking, he's like, dude, let's collab and I'll post this stuff. And uh, so I made one of him, but that was another lesson learned of why I don't do them for people is I don't want people to tell me what they want me to make their figure mm. like it's kind of like artistic light like you want it you're gonna get what sh what you get um yeah and ryan was super supportive and super nice and a very nice guy but i made it originally and i had made it for his night pants tour mm -hmm. and then he goes dude i love it is there any way you could change the night pants tour thing to my podcast and i was just like dude i just finished this like <laughs> Uh, and once I'm done with them, I don't really want to go back. I'm kind of like, yeah, eh, I'm good. So uh, that kind of taught me uh, if it was someone else that maybe would have bummed me out, but I'm a huge Ryan Sickler fan. So I was like, sure, no problem. And in fact, yeah. I made two of them for him. But but yeah, yeah that kind of just taught me not to. I don't want to commission and and do that. Just if if I had more time, that'd be great. But like I'm doing this to de-stress from work, not worry about appeasing other people, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, I think it's um, if we're on that same track, this past December, I figured out or maybe this past March, it took the project took me forever. I figured out I don't want to take on commissions like that. If Is you this want the Furby me, one that you did. No, no, no. I do. I I love the Furby one like Dude, that one. I have questions about that one, man. So we'll get into that later. But yeah, I, I figured out a guy commissioned 50 and. I was like, great, like, let's do this. It's going to be a big bill because I, I don't, it's just so much work to do this. And he was like, great, you don't have a timetable. Just get me them in waves. And I was like, great, what do you do? And he goes, I'm a realtor. Dude, that is, 
that is so boring for a toy that is so boring (laughs) (laughs) is that what he wanted is it of him okay if you describe a realtor to me like a suit and that's the toy i yeah i worked with a 3d sculptor to have his face like actually sculpted Mm -hmm. and put it on a toy and he was like that's awesome replicate it 49 more times so i did and uh how did he describe it uh he said i want to give it to my clients i mean that's genius honestly it's a great business card yeah (laughs) and i uh was like that's that's cool but also I was it took me so much longer than I anticipated because I was so unexcited to do the toy. Yeah. I think you know that hit the nail on the head there. It's yeah. just the passion. And that's why we all do this, right? I mean, yeah. it's the creative side. Um yeah, so so I can I can I throw this is both two way, right? Yeah, sure. So yeah. you're the first one to make it like that. So let's do it. No, I mean, we, we have our podcast. We started doing like form interview stuff, and it's more yeah. fun when it's two ways, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, and I'm sure the listeners are you know curious about you so your style is way different than my style right yours is more and it's so interesting to see i feel like there's markets more for that that i keep running into like if you go to designer con Mm -hmm. it's more of like the different colors or the the and do you do all your own molding do you do 3d printing or a little bit of both or how how does how do you do it yeah um it depends on what i'm working on if it's a small run i've done molding before um have you been a nightmare oh it's the worst it's the worst it's the absolute worst uh some people say they love it and those people some of my favorite people love it uh i hate it i hate i hate like because i'll i've wasted so much stuff i've done all that uh but i'll do it if i have to so i've done that for dove before for a run uh but i would rather have my stuff sculpted 3d and then printed 3d like i i'm all about that so, dude, we might have to talk after this. I have yeah. a 3D printer. Yeah, I bought it. I've played with it. I so you use ZBrush and all that. I don't do any of it. If I have an idea, I work with a sculptor friend of mine, and we uh, kind of bring it to life. Yeah. So but yeah. I can hook you into all those people for sure. Yeah, because honestly, and it's like one of those things. Like, it's weird how the community is super supportive, but also really guarded at the same time of helping yeah. people. So, like, just kind of figuring out even how to do the card back took me forever. Mm-hmm. Cause people would be like, ah, I don't know, man, figure it out. And I don't mm-hmm. want to name names, but, uh, yeah. but back to Dano, he's the first person that told me how he did. It. I was like, Oh, duh. And then, so from then, but then talking to miles, he does it different than I do it. And, yeah. and, and I just love those little tricks and trades. And and by the way, like miles circlect a lot, you know, shout out to him. He's kind of become like my best friend in this. Like we text, we bounce each ideas off each other. And he's been really helpful and supportive on stuff. Uh, Mike on, Mike, uh, I always forget how, Schwanken Toys, you know, Mike. I've seen him a couple times on here. He doesn't pop up my feet as much as I would want. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, I actually ran into him in Sacramento. He was like one of the first people I've actually met in person. We were at a concert and we met up. It was kind of cool. But but yeah, no, the 3D printing thing, I want to start getting into because I feel like if when I meet these people and they want, they always say, Hey, can you make more? And I'm like, I can, but I don't want to Mm -hmm. sit there. But if I could get behind a computer and start doing these, and then, you know, I have a whole idea of a lot of different things. I'm all over the place, but I want to start doing that so I can print multiple ones and then say, Hey, yeah, sure. I got, you know, I can make X amount for your band to sell or whatever. So 
I don't know. That's, that's the goal. So I'm looking for people to kind of teach me that side. Yeah. Or even if I don't, if I have one, I'd be like, Hey, can you scan this and then show me how to put the, you know, the different moving parts and stuff like that. So. I yeah. It's, there's a big group. Um, have you ever heard of the group making a mutant? No. So it's um, I'll hook you guys up. I'll figure out who to send you to. It's um, 3d sculptors from all over the world. Oh. And they each take a piece of the body uh, in a playmate style figure. And then they once a month, they all mash them up and they throw it out and they release it. It's oh, sick. That is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I had this idea of like almost a trading thing where you had like four or five guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got you make a figure and then you all post it. And maybe you could do this for your podcast and the, you all post it and then you swap it. And then they have to use that same figure to make a new figure and see what they make out of it. And then you keep kind of going around the circle to see how that one figure is transformed. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We almost crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray. We'll save the DLP2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Dude, that it's would be so thing. sick. Yeah. Um, before we get so far into your life. Sorry, dude. I am like all over the place. No, I'm into it. I'm I'm into it. That's <laughs> There are people that get on here and they apologize for it's like don't don't that's what makes well this podcast. is passion like yeah. that's why I like talking to Miles like I don't have anyone else I can talk to about yeah. this and yeah, it's yeah. like you find these people who like oh no I have that same problem I mean I talked to my wife she's like oh that's cute but it's <laughs> it's like I can't have a the talk that I have with you yeah the same talk that you know with her about it so it's it's cool I appreciate you asking me to be on so. Sorry. Heck yeah. Throw, no, no, throw you're back good. to you, man. All the way back to the beginning. We okay. I love starting this way with an artist because it kind of gives us a feel for where you started from. I don't know how old you are, but as you grow up, you're on you're probably like every other one of us where we're like watching cartoons, mm-hmm. we're playing with toys. I'm 41. How are you? I'm only 32. So oh, you're a, a baby. So there you yeah, go. I'll be 42 next. I'm almost 10 years old. Here, but I'll be 42 next month. So. so that means you're in the 80s in the like the beginnings, the hub, the G.I. Like, Joe's golden. Yeah. So tell me about the cartoons you're watching, the toys you had, all that stuff. So, I mean, I think it's kind of funny now, like you look at the Ninja Turtles and they're exactly the same molds as we grew up with. And it Heck just yeah. shows like, I was like, dude, I grew up in the best time of mm-hmm. toys and movies and music even and like nirvana's like everywhere it's like what the fuck um but gi joe's were always my thing and my dad uh growing up was a toy broker so what that means is he had a wife that had a ton of money so he was (laughs) trying to figure out a job where he could stay at home uh i joke but uh he matchbox cars Mm -hmm. um they had these models of yesteryear and they were like you know black model t's through the 60s and it was it wasn't hot wheels it was a different one but he used to trade those through in the 80s when i was a kid he was trying to find a job to stay home with me because my parents were divorced and if he could do that he didn't have a nine to five and he could take shared custody with me Mm -hmm. uh so 
it was kind it was it was awesome because he would take me to toy store or toy shows growing up and he'd be doing business doing trades and stuff and he would trade overseas because a lot of it came from england or uh, australia or all over and we'd have people from all over the country randomly staying at our house i don't know he might have been a drug dealer i have no idea but it was it was at that time those things sold for a lot of money yeah uh the market crashed uh eventually but um but with that he taught me to like keep all of my toys mm-hmm. so up until i was like 18 i had like 250 gi joes like i had all oh, my yeah. i had everything and then when i got to college i unfortunately was like dude i want beer money and i sold yeah. it all uh and then now i'm like started rebuying you know all of the old favorites but uh gi joes were always the number one thing dude everything was gi joe um i had i literally had i was a spoiled little shit i had so many different toys dude and we go to like uh flea markets and i'm kicking myself now dude back in the day you would get like just piles of old gi joes and and all the toys we love that are worth a ton of money now are like we're just readily available and i yeah i wish i could scoop them up. i remember do you know gi joe at all i mean you're yeah. a little younger so uh, were, i know i got the worst end of it oh okay the, yeah, when yeah. they were yeah they the were extreme and they're massive and yeah yeah, yeah not not as fun there mm-hmm. but there's like a i remember there's this uh pimp daddy destro they end up calling it mm-hmm. have you heard of that yeah it's like destro with a fedora and i remember having that in my hand at Toys R Us or Katie yeah. or wherever and being like, this is the stupidest looking toy. Who would buy this? This is not how Destro looks. And then mm-hmm. now the thing's worth like two grand. I was like, yeah, I should actually would have bought it. It always seems like, cause you, it's a, what's that burglar TMNT? It's the cat scratch or whatever his name is. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, there's one that's like, if it's in the package, it's like $2,500 no. because it it's all the unpopular things that no one ever so they oh, stopped yeah, yeah. So, yeah. cuz they're rare yeah 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 so uh, like you say you're spoiled how spoiled are we talking you had the you have any of the planes or the aircraft carrier of GI Joe I did not have I did not have that okay but I did, did so my wife was making fun of me like we weren't even we weren't even rich so yeah. it's like I was just spoiled yeah. uh but <laughs> like I got to the point where and my kids I had to like nip in the butt from their grandma because uh, my mom, you know, yeah. part of the problem. Uh, she, I was at a point where I would go to every toy store and I'd be like, okay, what is the best toy in this shitty store? Cause I will be able to get something. Yeah. You know? So I just, I, I had that, but like, do I'm going to throw out all these ones that you don't even, you might know, but Let's like, see Ar- I liked army ants. Do you remember those? I've only seen pictures. I've never seen an actual toy. Oh, they're cool. And like, yeah. Food Fighters was yeah. another one, um, which kind of they just I saw someone like kind of remade something new. Uh, Muscle Men, the mm-hmm. WWE figures, those yeah. fucking those are awesome. And you know yeah. what? I love how you can go on Colts, mm-hmm. uh, the 3D thing, and you yeah. can just download all these old like 3D scans of these figures. And honestly, that's why I got the 3D printers, because I mean, I'm kit bashing or modifying stuff. So. Yeah. I can print off those and kind of make my own figures for things. And I don't know. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't, I was like growing up in the nineties, I get the best of the weird. So I get like street sharks and cowboys oh. at Moon Mesa and things like that. Uh, what was your I, thing growing up? 
uh, Cowboys of Mesa and Street Sharks were the top two for me. Cowboys uh, of Mesa, really? Dude, they're so weird. I have the like whole set right here. They're just so <laughs> weird. Dude, I haven't seen those in forever. Wow. Yeah. They're just like stupid weird. They they articulate odd. Their legs are weird. But I was so into it. And then um I got the worst of a lot of other toys. So like Your siblings? I did, but they were the closest one to me was six years older. Oh, okay. And so, so I had my ass down and shit. No. Okay. And they they were really into Barbies. So she was like pumped about all that stuff. Uh, and never really had anything to pass down because I mm. oddly enough, I was like the typical I want the boy toy thing like I didn't integrate anything yeah. and so um Mighty Max like all those things oh, Mighty Max oh uh, so rad it's unreal how expensive those are now and right to, like they're they're if we're just being really honest it's a garbage toy that you can only play they don't move they don't <laughs> yeah like you open it and then you move it and then you're done. And so who, I, I, who may, is it, is it Redful thing? Who, who's the guy who started making like the evil dead ones of those? Oh, I don't know who made the evil dead ones, but oh, I know that debonair so, heads makes. Debonair, uh, oh, he's great. That's yeah. who it is. Debonair heads. Oh man. That guy is a freaking master. I can't, you know, this podcast has made me really good at being able to like identify certain artists or like identify how they make certain things mm -hmm. because I see a lot of it. His uh, Mighty Max figures, I, I can't. I, I don't know if he's sculpting them, if he's printing. I don't know what he's doing. They're yeah. too clean. Oh, they look. They look so professional. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I can't. His are tough. But yeah, growing up with those, and then um, any movie that came out that was relatively close to like kit so like any toy story figure i had everything small soldiers all that stuff yeah um yeah so i i, I got like the best and worst i didn't get any of the cool 80s cartoons yeah. i got the trash 90s cartoons that weren't as good yeah but you were on the tail end there there's you know and you're in like california and stuff right where yeah. you, you grew up in san diego so I no, think we, no, up in Fresno, California, if you know. Oh, I'm at. from Antique and Turlock, dude. Got, Homies uh, in the shitville of California. Meth capital. Hello. Oh my God. How bad has it gotten since? I've always, I know one here wants to hear about this, but yeah. holy crap. <laughs> growing, growing up, it was just like orchards and shit. And now every time I see uh, some like worst Grand Theft Auto and meth, it's like all up in there. Yeah. In Fresno, I mean, I go back up there for Christmas because my family's still up there. Uh, they've built out so much. Mm. So like the city's just crawling now. But um, yeah, all my ex-girlfriends moved to Fresno for some reason. So it's cheap to live, bro. It's cheap to live. I get it. When people move to Fresno, I get it. Yeah. Uh, living in San Diego is unreasonably expensive. Oh, yeah. But you get the weather. Yeah, that, dude, that's what I pay for. Right. Except it's been raining lately. So I, I don't get anything now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you get rid of all your G.I. Joe's 18. You want beer money? Mm -hmm. At what point do you come back to toys? There's got to be a huge gap in there, right? There is a huge gap. Uh, I actually met my wife. It was me and my wife. When I when I talk about my wife, she was been in through it all. I've been with my wife since I was 19, so we've been together okay. forever. I met her right out of high school and uh, went to college and all that. And then totally, I went to school for the music industry. That's what I was going to do. And then. I'm old, so Napster tanked everything. I got a job in construction, and then I became a project manager, and that's what I do now. So 
what I did about shit, how many years ago was it? About eight years ago, mm-hmm. I started getting back into comic books. So oh, yeah. I was huge into Marvel growing up. And the X-Men, you talk about cartoons and, and toys. Yeah. The the old school Marvel like Wolverine, the X-Men toys. X-Men and G.I. Joe were my two jams. Mm-hmm. Um but I started buying, I was like, hey, now that I got a little bit of money, I'll be able to buy all the comic books that I used to want, but I couldn't afford. Yeah. So I I got and I started collecting way too much. And then I had to put rules on my collecting where I was like, okay, it had to be something I wanted. And it had to be, you know, Marvel and a handful of DC. But I started reining myself in because of my collecting would have got out of control or you start prospecting where like, ooh, I think the movie's gonna come out and this this will pay off, you know. Yeah. Uh so I did that and I think that's kind of where my nerdum kind of fell to find back into toys. Mm-hmm. But I never really rebought my old toys. It literally was uh gallery nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I listened to K Rock and then I heard about Gallery 1988 because Jensen Carp, who was on that, had that. And I started just following half the artists I find, like Steve Cassie, Cassio and stuff like that. I found through there and Dana was one of them. And I just followed his thing. And from there is just where I kept finding the toys. So Gallery 1988 yeah. and Dano. So I, I don't even know how I kept branching out, to be honest with you. It's just Instagram al- algorithm, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy, too, based off of who you see first um, as you're becoming an artist or getting interested in this type of toy scene. Mm-hmm. Generally, um, not always, but generally, that's kind of where you stay a little bit. Like, you found Dan O'Brown first, who makes yeah. these one-offs that of, like, people or, like, that Mario figure he made. Oh, yeah. And now you're in the the weeds of making one-offs and like incredible people and yeah. it feels like that probably inspired you so much that you kind of like honed in on your skill which is insane like it's yeah. so good no it's 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 ever i look at some other people's stuff and i'm like dude mine are garbage compared to that person <laughs> you know what i mean like some of these, and then and some of them yeah. i'm really proud of and then some of them some of them are like i'm like oh this is stupid but i'm i don't want to work yeah. on this anymore you know a lot of the times i'm just like I don't know, ready to move on to the next one. And it's funny too, like when you try to make things of people, but you're using other parts, mm. uh, not all of them. Sometimes I, I do like clay or, you know, just epoxy stuff. But <laughs> I hate when you do it and you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to sneak this one by. And then someone calls you out of like what the toy is actually from. And you're like, dude, just keep the illusion alive, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, And the package sells half of it. When, when you're doing what yeah. I do, the package sells out. Uh, the other thing that I try to do, um, I don't know if I'm sorry if I'm bouncing all over the place. No, no, so you're good. Oh, a lot yeah, of times, which people can't see because we're doing it, but I want to try to make it as close to a real toy as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is my first backing where it's like those are all my toys that I made. Uh, so and it it's got so all good. my things. So it's like, if you look at it, it feels like a, a legit thing. And then, so the thing that I kind of created, and now I just thought about it, I'm going to f- have to start doing this for next year. Uh, every year I try to, I thought, since this is only my second year, next one will be my third. I'm going to do a different back to tell what series it is. So like, if, and 
and like depending on what series you have it has a different back so i could visually look oh that was from this year you know yeah. i thought that would be kind of a cool thing so that's genius because there are toys that i've made that i can't tell you they just got thrown in because it was a custom or something yeah. and i think the way that you're making uh i mean i don't have a any of my backers around here i don't know where they would be but uh mine is so boring it's just as my like who i am well it's hard um, honestly like yeah. so miles is asking me and i don't mean to keep bringing up miles but he's the only one i really talked to he's dope time, i like him so this yeah, is yeah. fine yeah. yeah uh but he was like hey how do you get back because how do you line it up and all that because it's kind of mm. a pain in the ass and it, it is a pain in the ass but i've gotten used to it and we all have i'm i could tell you but it's it's harder to talk than just show yeah. um but it's hard to line up them perfectly so i did a cheat on the second one where i don't have to line it up as much because if the problem is when you have like the this right here mm -hmm. you want to keep it even right on the mm -hmm. edging the borders on the edge but i was on this one i have a border on the back too so i was trying to line them up but i'd have like white streaks or whatever on the yeah. bottom and so i just trying to always improve and i don't know just I don't know. Anyone out there who wants to send me some tips on how to do stuff, I gladly will take it. Yeah. So. The way I do it, um, everything is six by nine. So I use um, comic book backer cards. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, although I've noticed that they start, they bend super easily. So if they're not compressed. I got a thicker one. You can order thicker ones, though. Okay, we're for sure going to talk after this because yeah. I need to find thicker ones. So the only I, bad thing is a lot of the like when you do the corners and stuff yeah because it's thicker it's harder so sometimes ah, okay. like i'll do i'll do the chad and it I'm like fuck it it leaves extra stuff but i yeah. mean it's all trial and error but how do you do it do you do double-sided uh do you do double-sided paper or do you spray uh spray everything so i uh i'll take the backer uh the board uh -huh. and cut all of my papers six by nine cut them out how i do it spray one and put it in the uppermost corner of the board and then mm -hmm. cut the board around it yeah and then spray the other paper and slam it on so it always aligns like i don't ever have that issue the issue that i end up having is um again like the bending of it or um every once in a while you'll get a dull a blade that's like starting to dull and it yeah. just shreds the side of yeah it. no 100 that's the problem with the thicker one is you yeah. get that and i have i use like a paper cutter i gotta get a new one it's it's yeah. old and it's just need to sack up and buy it um but i do double i do the double-sided uh mm -hmm. where it's stick the sticky you know where you can print it off and oh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah but i was printing on my house but my house printer sucks and i would always get lines in my printer mm -hmm. and so i now i mean i've made friends with the local i mean then they're not gonna stop they're not gonna hear this uh not that they wouldn't about your pocket but no one they i go to the staples all the time because when they print it on theirs it doesn't feel like printer paper it feels mm. like a toy so in, rather than that okay. sticky you know how like when you do photo paper it's sticky yeah when i get it printed there it feels like something you buy at the store so i like that extra layer of feeling it and i do the the sticky tape or the double the one side stick mm -hmm. and i which is way easier like let me like that's dope yeah. that you do that yeah, and then I, I cut them to – I do it on a comic book. I cut them kind of to the comic book size, but I leave just a little hair on each mm – -hmm. I'm so OCD – around it so that when I stick it on, I measure it on both sides, and then I cut them 
to i'm not making sense here no no you're, you're... cut the borders so that it's a clean cut on both sides that's why when i was saying one side if it's not aligned perfectly it it shows yeah uh, so i always get two printed because if i fuck up one i'll have one in reserve to do it again and then uh and then do the you know all the crimping and stuff like that but yeah yeah, yeah i um it's so much easier just to already start with like paper that can be sticky which isn't like i don't know why i spend so i think it's just out of fear that i spend so much time spraying well it's more want... expensive too though is it so that's only well i don't know i don't know what kind of paper you're using but i mean like that double-sided thing it's like 50 bucks for 100 and if i'm getting two okay. printed off and then staples like oh i fucked this up i used a bunch more i'm like are you gonna give me those five dollars that you just screwed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they're really cool over there. i mean i shout out to the, i mean again like i the people at staples are awesome they know me by name now they're like hey what do you got for us today yeah and it's always funny when i go in and it's not someone i know and they're like oh i'm sorry this is copyrighted i'm like dude yeah like, i don't is, care when is when is bella coming back because she's gonna yeah. help me out you know what i mean and half the time it's it's nice that i can kind of even if it's not true but most of the time it is i'll be like no, 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 this is for the person or mm. this is for them. See, I can show you that I, I literally make it for people yeah. and I'm not like mass producing this. Like, it's, it's kind of silly that they're, I mean. They do that. I go through FedEx ship and print and they make you click a button that says like, this is your artwork. But you, you know, do it yourself at the printer? No, they, I have them do it because okay, yeah. if they screw up, they'll just redo it until it's right. Yeah um but then they have you click a button and one time a guy did stop me he was like is this really your work and i was like i mean honestly i could tell you yeah and you wouldn't know right so yeah. don't ask that question that's such a crazy question um because it wasn't it was something it was for one of the people that commissioned one i was like no this isn't my work yeah like i'm not gonna create this kind of garbage um but it was man i think that was another company another realtor some random thing that i was like stop doing this i don't want this dude i had a weird thing once uh the singer goldfinger yeah uh john fellman dude i'm one of my favorite bands growing up that can i share that story real quick too yeah sure so uh well i made one of him and i posted it and he mm -hmm. shared and he liked it uh and when he did it the photographer of the picture that i used mm -hmm. hit me up and he goes it was really polite, but it was kind of like not passive aggressive because he yeah. wasn't aggressive, but he was like Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live. It's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current upcoming shows and drops. Giveaways. Short chats with artists. <laughs> News from the hood. 100% indie, all the time. That's, That's Toys, Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Wow, I love when my pictures are used in other art forms. Hint, hint like almost like Passive hint, hint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I ended up following. I mean, he's a, he's a real nice guy, and he. I mean, he didn't stop me, and it was a one off. It wasn't like I was yeah. using this stuff, and he was cool about it. But it was the first time I was like, oh shit, people might actually see stuff that I'm using. I didn't even really yeah. think because people. Are, my parents are like, well, aren't you afraid about getting sued and all this? I'm like, no, the amount that it's going to cost for my one figure, like they're going to spend more in lawyer fees trying to sue me than right. they're going to get out of me for this one thing. 
And uh, I talked to a manager guy once, uh, and he has a lot of big names on his thing. And he's like, look, are you biting IPs 100%? But the way I look at it is you're promoting whatever my clients have. So any extra attention that you're bringing to their brand, that's helping. I mean, if you're off making 100 of these and selling them for a ton of money and not cut us in, that's something different. But if you're bringing attention to the brand that's that's a good thing you know of anything so yeah uh yeah but and but john feldman was really cool because we had mutual friends and he didn't see my original post and then a friend of mine was shared it with him and linked us up and so now i'm getting like a text message from like my one of my heroes growing up yeah and saying oh my god can can i buy this from you i was like dude you can fucking have it and yeah, yeah. he's like uh, can you make more? And so <laughs> he doesn't know this, but uh, I was like, oh, you know, I go to LA because I do for work. You know, I'll bring it when I go down there and I'll just meet up with you sometime. So I had a day off from work and I had nothing planned. So I randomly texted him. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to be in the area. Do you mind if I just drop this off? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm home today. Come on over. And I was like, sweet. So Bro. I drive down to <laughs> Calabasas, which I live yeah. in Huntington Beach. So it was, it's not close, but yeah. it's not that bad. And he lives in his freaking, he's a producer. So he's got like amazing thing. And we go there and he has a home recording studio at his house. And uh, I walk in, he's like, oh, here. And I'm looking where like Blink-182 did their Grammy winning album and where Avril Lavigne's been and all these things. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And he's a super nice guy. So I give it to him and uh, I'm not a punisher. So I was like, hey man, I'm gonna get out of here. I'll, I'll let you do your thing uh after i gave it to him and uh and then i saw on instagram like an hour later that travis barker had showed up like right after i left and i was like god damn it <laughs> you were so close you were so close <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know man but uh yeah. yeah no it's it's just been fun to like get to i don't know networking and and meeting people like you and like-minded people have just i got to meet i was in heaven going to designer con did you go to designer con heck yeah which day did you go saturday or sunday i went i got the i went to the pre-party i i had never been so i got yeah. the 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 three. the three day thing so i went on friday yeah and then i brought my kids uh on the next day or whatever but i seeing doves dke's yeah. thing like it was rad to see so many people i follow and be able to see especially you know how it is as a, as someone who makes these to kind of yeah. see the people you follow like up close of how they made things it's really kind of cool so yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Here's a question that what's it like taking kids to DesignerCon to a place that like those toys or those things, we call them toys, but most of them are meant for a shelf. And yeah, what's that like? Well, my kid's not looking at that. My kids okay. aren't looking at those. My kids are what are my kids looking at? They're looking at all. I'm not. a. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, Funko Pops and stuff yeah. like that. That's, that's not my thing. But they're looking at more of like the flashier stuff. There's a guy there that had this like, like barrel, and you lift it up, and the dicks come out. My my son, who's <laughs> it was eight at the time, thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and my son bought uh, what did he buy? He bought these these little paper things that were all folded up. So oh, I mean, cool. the stuff they're looking at aren't what I'm looking at. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're a big art family. My daughter is huge into art. My son's now starting to get into art. My wife is a she can paint anything you put in front of her so we like that stuff so we, from a young age we've taken our kids to galleries and stuff like that so they appreciate art and that's kind of what i picture designer con 
more than selling things is they're all just artists you know what yeah. i mean so uh, i just it's so fun being an art family this kind of leads into like where we're headed so you you start to notice um dan o'brown and um and maybe at this time miles if if you saw him well, around the same dano redful things okay. was another one and um retro gimmick for yeah. some those those are the three that i and retro gimmick i i, I think that guy's shit is fantastic i yeah. love uh redful things they're so clean uh distract the uh, distraction figures mm -hmm. Because they're all kind of the similar stuff of that I make, right? So that's kind of the what yeah. Redful things is probably the most different out of those group, but yeah, mm -hmm. they're around. Yeah. And I, I think what's cool. So then take me to that moment in which you look at these toys, find these creators, and you make this statement or the 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 judgment of saying like, "I can do this." What's what's that moment? That's a good question. Um, well. It, it it was really one of those, and I gotta go back to the podcast. So the, yeah. the and I and it, and it seems different, but it's really not. Of so when I joined our podcast drinks with Johnny, my buddy, it was originally on the Avenged Sevenfold, uh, a YouTube channel, and it was just Johnny. It was extra content for their band. Yeah. And then we were out at dinner one night, and I said he's huge into wrestling. So I was like, hey, man, I saw Jake the Snake's coming to town. What if I got Jake the Snake to be on your show? And he's like, go for it. Like, you're, you fucking got a regular job. What are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> and I got Jake the Snake on the show. Yeah. So after that, I was like, hey, he's like, holy shit. Uh, and then after that, he's like, I was like, do you mind if I try to get some more people? And he's like, please go for it. So and right around that time, we separated it when I started getting some people. And now there's three of us that do it. It's not affiliate with Avenged Sevenfold we mm -hmm. made it our own thing um we're in our fifth season um but from then I kind of like reminded myself that like dude you can do anything you like anyone you see that's doing something you just got to try and not say no take no for an answer and just learn it like it's just mm -hmm. putting the hours in and figuring it out so like when I saw Dano do it I was like I really want this Con Air figure but I don't really want to pay someone like, why can't I just make my own? So, right. Uh, it was just trial and error of trying to figure it out. And then there originally I was just printing and I was putting a Chad like graphic on it and printing it up. Cause I didn't know any better. Yeah. And then that's a smart way to do it at the beginning. Well, I, I, yeah. I didn't know. I think that wasn't smart. That was just, I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm going to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so a lot of them, like my older ones, I, I really like, but I kind of feel like I should remake them because, mm. um, you know, they're not the same. Like I said, I, I have half of them. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. So from there, I was like, you know, I'm going to really try this. And I it was just, again, therapeutic for me. I was really stressed at work. I needed an outlet to, like, calm me the fuck down after work. And that was my thing. And my wife was even saying, like, she goes, man, you were just like. I love that you have this creative outlet rather than just being stressed. And yeah, not that I, I've never had problems with alcohol and stuff, but like, I was like, rather than just like, Oh, I gotta go have a drink after work to cool down. It's like, Hey, I'm going to go sit down here and do this. You know, it's a, it mm -hmm. was, it's a healthy outlet and it's creative. It keeps your brain going. Uh, and Photoshop, I had never, ever touched. So I knew nothing about it. And so I picked that up and now it's kind of like the 3d printing thing I'm going to try to learn, but, that seems a lot more daunting than 
Photoshop. It's uh, intense to watch, but I've been told that that I mean, I don't know. Everything's you know, scary when, until you do it. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's kind of where it, where it went. Yeah. Everyone says the same amount of phrasing, right? It's intuitive. It's easy to learn, but it's still terrifying. Like you're yeah. still doing something completely different. You know, I, I say it's genius to put the Chad on there because when I first started, I tried carving it out with a, exactly. I tried that too. And it's, so, <laughs> it does yeah. not turn out good. So putting it on there. Um, uh, yeah, that that's a fantastic, I, I should have done that in the beginning because some of those early pieces are so messed up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, do you have a lot of your, do you keep some of your old ones, like your original ones or? No, I don't keep any of them. Um, for some reason, when I first started making, I got lucky enough that it was during the pandemic. So people, it was like a real novelty. Everyone had money. We were all at home. So like, luckily people- When did you wanted... start? During the pandemic? You did? Yeah, 2020. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was like right after you. And so people started like picking them up, which was like, this is awesome. Uh, and some of these are so stupid. Like looking back, I have offered some of them to say like, hey, I will remake this now. Send it back to me. And they're like, no, it's great. We like it's like it's not great. Don't do that. Um, but we yeah, doing those, I don't have any what I did start doing though is I, you know, um like I don't know, I don't know what they're called. It's like trading card sleeves where there's nine. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. When, I you, when you save them, yeah. I've started printing out my backers' old ones in a mm -hmm. small, and then putting them in there. Like, oh, this is the shit I've done. That's so much more smart. Yeah, that because way you don't have to save I have, anything. I have all, I have, like I said, I usually print up two. So yeah. I used to print them, and then I would stick them like one on front and one on the back, and I would mm -hmm. just be like, oh, here's both of mine and stuff like, that. and I have a stack of them. But now I don't really, unless I fuck them up, I don't really save. I have extra printed out but i'm too lazy to like nostalgically do it but i i really yeah. like your idea of just printing them out to have them it's that's pretty super easy to do because you can do oh man i think it's like 12 maybe 10 per sheet when you print and you just do it on a card stock and then when you that's get it genius. home just slice them up oh that's great yeah i like that idea because everything do it do it do it do it there's nothing that i say that is off let's take everything um yeah I, and so it's it's crazy to think about that but um so you started creating because you realized like i don't want to pay for that like i'd rather do it and then trial and error well, it was also right it was covid time so it's like yeah we're looking for things to do right yeah. <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> yeah I'm like, so oh, like this will be a good outlet. yeah so in doing that you then start to like is the process slow where you start to like in in integrate into the toy community do you start to look for more people and what they're doing like what is that process like um i know i started in the beginning just reaching out to whoever would talk to me to figure out how to do things well i didn't i didn't even know it was really a community when i started yeah so I like again gallery 1988 was what it was so i mean the people that i was looking at like i commissioned around here uh do you know who steve casino is he does yeah, yeah. Uh, he does yeah, the yeah. tic tacs right yeah yeah so i commissioned two gi joe uh, a snake eyes and uh yeah. he was doing star Wars. he had just started doing them and he did a star wars and i said hey man would you do my two favorite like 
well, Snake Eyes is my favorite. And then I wanted like a bad guy to go with it. So I said, can you do a Cobra Commander? So he did these two for me. And I was just, I thought it was the coolest thing. So he was, he was probably one of the first ones, but his toys are nothing like what we do. Uh, Yeah, he's on a different spectrum and they're so good. So, yeah. So I I didn't really know there was a community to reach out. So so Mm -hmm. poor Dan O'Brown was like the only person I really knew to do it. Um, The distraction figure guy, he he i i love his stuff and he has a lot of very similar taste in music and things that i do so some of the figures cool. he makes i'm like fuck i made that or or fuck i was gonna make that and he made it and it's weird how you do that because mm-hmm. i'm miles and i talk about like hey have you made one of these before i'm like or i'll ask him and we're both like doesn't matter if we have or not dude do your own artistic <laughs> take yeah. who cares this isn't like owned stuff but yeah. at the same time you don't want to you don't i do notice that there's a lot of personalities in this in this thing where like yeah i hear about beefs or i kind of see people kind of go and it's just like yeah like who cares this is all just fun guys like come on like but that's just the world in general so um just egos that get stepped on yeah Yeah. i mean it's look i mean if someone wants to make the same one i do i every day like i don't really care there's a there's another guy i think he's san diego the mass mass score or mass uh i can't remember his name massive like, mini horse no god i'm drawing a blank but he does a lot of punk rock stuff so okay. a lot of the stuff he does i'm like oh shit that that guy's is like this and mm-hmm. uh and i feel bad like i'm stepping on toes but i'm really not um I, we, and it's like one of those yeah. things like everybody if you like something someone else is gonna have every idea has been thought of you know what i mean that's right so i my my whole thing is um i mean I, i've said it to someone before um where it's like if you create something just don't copy any of it like from anyone the exact like if you want to create something and you're like this is cool i could do this better i could do this do it um but they'll don't also have the same backer don't also have like parts of the figure that are the same yeah Uh, you're gonna run the coolest the coolest story um that i have for that is uh ben gore he is in the uk somewhere over there he made the bootleg bible i don't know if you've seen that book i didn't see that one I'll have to check um it. he interviews a bunch of people puts them in there a bunch of different work um but he i i painted up this bear like winnie the pooh and it was like i it was an actual bear figure so it was like red and yellow all that stuff and he reached out and he was like hey i already did this here's the my design um, but I didn't do these. And he gave me a list of like other cartoon bears that I could do. Dude, that forever changed how I saw like artist interactions. Wait, because... was he saying that like, don't do this again, but no, you can no, do no, these no. ones? Well, he, I don't, what, how or was he, he helping saying, you? Yeah, he was like, hey, I already did this one. Um, didn't ever once say, uh, don't do it. Didn't ever once say anything bad about it. And he said, but here are ones I haven't done yet. And it was so rad and it like yeah. it was early on in toy making. So it like really changed how I want to interact with people. And I, like, I don't know, there's all there's a you're right when you say that everything's been done. That's why I get nervous producing all the time or like you're looking around, you're trying to produce. But don't just don't steal word for word or don't steal. Yeah, I get you. Well, how did you how did you find your like? Was there someone that you found that you followed, or because your style is is very unique too? You know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, it's not. Did you yeah. find someone similar, or did you play around? 
How did, how I did you start? haven't found I didn't find someone that I was like, I want to do that. I did. So early on, of course, I, I saw Suck Lord first. Um, so I used to paint and do murals and stuff. And a guy came to my facility and he was painting and talking about designer con in like March of 2020. And he, as he was talking about it, he was talking about, he would like head swap homies and stuff. And he said, he'd seen a guy named suck Lord do it. And so I like Google suck Lord like little like, homies. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. these things, I have yeah, here. the little yeah. homies. Yeah. 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 That's the quarter machine um, ones. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And so he, it was cool to see that. And then the one that I started out with, um, I saw death by toys. Mm-hmm. So suck Lord was out of my realm uh, and still for sure is out of my realm, but was out of my realm uh, in like not even knowing how to do something called a run, not knowing how to reproduce and, but doing death by toys where you could seemingly find something that fits this like random card back that you create and throw things in there. I loved that. I did um, the first one I created was this like orca whale with body parts in it. And it was based off of blackfish and like the girl. Oh, nice. Um, Or uh, I did something called uh, it's like the Christian's worst nightmare. And it was just a bunch of um, Photoshopped images of Jesus with dinosaurs. And there was just plastic dinosaurs in it. Love that. I love it was so simple. I loved it. It was really fun. Um, and then I started looking around and really trying to figure out how can I create, what do I need to do to create some of these things? And, um, so I, I don't know that I found someone that I was like, I want to model myself after. Um, but I did say, I want to learn how to do it as good as them or try to be like these people spark the interest. Yeah. Which was so tough because it's like, there's people that create that. I, I don't know how they create. I don't know how good they got that good. I don't even know how to to do it as good as them. And so it just becomes this cycle of like looking at them, trying to do it, seeing how good they are. And you're like, God dang it. And then like yeah. starting that process over again. I do feel like it, it mo- like I look at people's shit and it does motivate me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, that is bad. That is cool. Like, yeah. You know, and it, like, oh, I it get I get excited about this thing. Like it's. And it's silly, and literally my neighbor was like, oh, tell my friend about those dolls you make. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> That's like, a kick to the ego. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, totally and then I literally, funny. they said that, and I'm like, motherfucker. And I literally, just out of my own personal ego, was like, I need to bring out my shit to show you that <laughs> this is just, like, stupid <laughs> dolls. Um, yeah. I got to give you some credit in that you sparked a memory of mine. Listening to your show, The Death yeah. by Toys being on there, he had mentioned – uh he wanted to do christ's nails yeah but they were too rusty they were too oily yeah and i have and i keep meaning to like if he ever wanted them i have a ton of nails yeah from my grandpa and all the oil is gone and they're super clean they've been in this jar and i'm like almost like i just want to send him these just do it (laughs) he would that yeah i think that's the cool thing about this podcast that's my hope that everyone hears things from every artist and like, Oh, I can fix that and send it to him or I can. But yeah, dude, that was, he talked about doing that, uh, talked about washing them and then they get rusty. He talked about, um, they bang around in there. So it kind of damages things. It was cool to have Dan on. He he's a, I found that one. I mean, that guy's one of 
I mean, he's huge. Yeah. Another one that you, you're, you're triggering stuff, that and Obvious Plant. Those two were yeah. ones that a lot of people who not necessarily, because they're, they, they're more generalized, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, they, a lot of friends would send me stuff when I started doing it, like, hey, check these out. And it was always yeah. Obvious Plant or Death, Death by Twice, yeah. you know? Obvious Plant's a, he's an interesting one because he, I had him on and I like it was early on. So I don't think I was as comfortable and, and um, trying to get him to talk as much. And I, I couldn't, cause I couldn't articulate the questions because his work is so different than um, like what you and I would make or even what death by toys would make because he, he is so much on the, like what feels like gag or novelty, but it's not that I don't know what it is where he has this um, man. What's that? It's like a bag of horses, I think. And it says like ugly dogs on it or dumb, stupid dog. And it's like, that is so incredible that that was started. Yeah. Um, And the fact that he charges like $90 for that or whatever. And it sells. I, did, I, you might know. I don't know. So I actually, so back to, I, I don't mean to keep being Avenged Sevenfold back. Do but, it, do it. Because so, I have so much that I love about Avenged Sevenfold. So bring it up. Oh, that's 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 awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess last this last year, where the, mm-hmm. the Avengers is coming back, and they started giving away these Death Bat, uh, which is their logo for those yeah. of you who don't know. Uh, it's a skull with wings, and they had this toy, and and I looked, and it's it's obvious Plant made a run of toys for them. Hell and yeah, I, he did. I asked John, Johnny, my friend, I was like. Dude, what the fuck is this? Like, where did you get this? Like, do you know who that is? He goes, I don't know. Matt paid this guy years ago. And we've been sitting on them, and we thought, hey, we'll give them to as a VIP thing. Mm. And so I have one, but they're like legit. So his package is. Do you know if he's sending them to someone to get them sealed? Because it's like they're all like legit yeah. toys. He, from what I remember, so that man, that was early on. Um. From what I remember, because he was working with, you know, the um, interactive art thing, it's called uh, Meow Wolf. Mm, It's I think it's in New Mexico, Santa Fe, Um, this interactive art thing. And I think there's one in Vegas called uh, it's Meow Wolf and something else. Uh, Anyways, they picked up a run of his toys where it was like you could buy leg or uh, the one person party pack or things like that. And he, if I can remember, or maybe that was Death by someone, one of those two um, realized they couldn't keep producing, like, because it was like you're you're making such little money on how many you have to put in. So oh, yeah, because if you go overseas, too, it's like, yeah, that's the whole thing that I want to figure out the niche to, because I got a lot of connections who want to make these toys. And, and yeah. honestly, I mean, I don't want people steal my idea all you want. There's enough to go around. But like I really my end game and I've had people approach me that would fund it, but I just don't know how to do it yet. I want to get the 3D printing. I want to figure out how to make and not just like a basement stuff where like, you know, you're doing molds and stuff like legit um, where I can do maybe mid range runs. Right. Because if you're going overseas, you got to order like a shit ton to make it because otherwise you don't have the price point that you need to make an actual business. You know, so I want to try to unlock that secret to help comedians and and you know band like punk band punk bands and metal bands like people buy merch like crazy so yeah. like 
there's definitely a market there. So I, I interrupted you though. I'm no, sorry. no, you're, so, you're that's right. I, I think that you're unlocking that isn't tough if you like if you're plugged into the right people. Yeah. So there's people. There's got to be another super seven. Super seven can't have it all. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the what's crazy about super seven? Um, they from the outside they like they've got it they're good at licenses and they're good at like getting all that and the sculpts and everything but it's not super seven as a whole that is doing this right so last week uh or the uh the podcast that's running this week so i interviewed him last week his name is mondo he helps sculpt for super seven yes. and yeah and so it's incredible to see like people doing that scott hensey once worked with super seven so you might know this so yeah. i saw retro gimmick did the beastie boys sabotage and then right after super seven came, was that coincidence or did he would you think he was involved in that um it might have just been coincidence i don't know yeah could be coincidence i would say that brian flynn um i mean they could probably pump out a figure so quick i don't know i don't know any of the details but they they also have their hand in like seeing what's out there they know that people are creating or what's next for them. Um, I don't know that I'd ever question it because Super 7 will blow us out of the water any day with their quality. Well, no, I, I don't mean that. I mean like yeah. commission, like so like oh, yeah, contract yeah. for hire. Like, hey, I really like your figure. I want You obviously used our mold to build this. Like, hey, look, I'll cut you a little bit to bring you in. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It could – that would be cool. I don't know um, – if they do that, they'll probably reach out or say like, "Hey, can we have that or something?" I don't. Well, know. I hear they're pretty cool. Like they yeah. hook up fellow people. I mean, they they know that it's all. Hey, look, dude. Yeah. Do you know how many figures Super Sevens sold to me because I needed to buy it for another part? So I mean, look, right. they're getting more money out of me than I'm taking yeah. from them. You know what I mean? So yeah, and yeah. you can find artists that. So the one that I worked with, he goes by uh, Bastards of the Multiverse. So he sculpted the head for me, and then we just found a Super 7 figure that um, I chose to mold and cast it. But you can find those online and then oh, reshape yeah. re like, it. Yeah. People, people uh, spoiler alert, don't be mad at me, Super 7. But yeah, no, literally got the 3D printer, and Colts has scans of like so much different shit, you know? Yeah. And, and it's not like I'm trying to copy their shit and reproduce that. It's like, Oh, that saves me time making this part of the figure exactly it's mostly done. And then, you know, so yeah, I think that's the if you're doing it on a small scale, which you and I are, mm -hmm. then time I want to save as much time as possible. So yeah. if I can use their figure to produce something and add epoxy sculpt onto it and shape it and paint it, mm -hmm. let's do that. Let's rock yeah. the house. Um, but if I can't, um, and I have to like re sculpt and everything. Mm -hmm. It gets pricey, and I like I need to find a way to make my money back on that, and I, it's really hard. Um, how do you? How do you? I don't mean to circle. I'm all over no, the place, dude. No, keep going. Your last one that you posted, which I think is badass, like it was blowing me. And I saw your little sketch of how you is that how? Because you 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 said that you were doing art before. So you are you an artist uh, before uh, or or I anything that resembled art I tried doing. So okay. like. So yeah, you I sketch paint, that yeah. out and then you almost like you're doing like a draft of like a prototype and then you send it off or do you do
do a base mold and then they what what is your process for like one like that because there's so many fucking details on that one. are you talking which one are you talking about the fur like berserker it, the fur the, yeah yeah i i did the least amount of work for that one because i didn't know how to how to articulate what i was trying to say so um i hooked up with a guy named more horrific who we talk how you talk with miles is how him and i talk like regularly um and talk about sculpting and we'll he'll sculpt for me i have ideas and um uh and i'll commission things and pay him for his time and he i sent him man i think the original thing that i sent him was a sasquatch body um with a furby head like manipulated so it fit his face and then uh the tagline i said was i want the body to articulate like uh the wampa the old uh star wars wampa figure all right um that, and he was that was it and he, he, he killed was like, it on yeah. That. yeah like that's a... he was like okay like what else do you and i was like oh i want the fur to be stitched on like he's killing furbies like i want all this stuff and he oh is that the reason that makes that yeah yeah hold on i got one right here let me see let me grab it so the and by the way i like your shirt obviously that's from from the the chicken nugget oh yeah 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 yeah. that's pretty dope yeah yeah, yeah. so he uh oh it's packaged and everything yeah 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 because oh, i haven't is, seen that yet i'm that's... doing a, a run for dove at designer con oh very cool yeah and so it's like he i mean it's a it's a it's a awful to paint because there's so much going so on. Your hand, so you're doing all the, they're all, see, that's the only thing about doing runs. I'm like, dude, yeah. I don't want to paint all that shit. Every time, every time, <laughs> every time I do designer con, I pitch an idea to Dove and I say, hey, I'd love to do this. And he either okays it or changes it or like we talk about it. And then I hate painting. Like this sucks. Because <laughs> it's, uh, luckily he's dropped his runs, um, his requirements, which has been, nice especially on this um i'm doing only a run of 15 but it's i like even right now i have to continue to paint them up and do all that but it's it's time consuming it's crazy so i just did it's dove i met at designer con is cool super guy. nice guy um janky toys that that guy Chris, i talked to that guy yeah. but that guy was super nice i had no yeah. i didn't know who he was before very very nice i met the the barbarian whatever who's scott yeah yeah he was next to him he's a nice guy to talk to him um but as recently i did the action figure of one of my favorite comic books and um it's it's uh well it was it was called dead rabbit and they had to legally change it to dead eyes but then jerry duggan who's a comic book writer Mm -hmm. for the comic book tagged he asked me if i could make more i'm like dude i don't really i can yeah and he ended up just tagging because he goes to all the comic conventions, he tagged Dove. And he's like, Dove, let's make these made. And then I never heard anything. So I don't know what the deal is and with Dove even saw it or has interest, but I haven't dealt with with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just curious because I'm like, oh, I got something I could throw your way for Designer Con. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really, yeah. I'm not that hungry to reach out, but I'm sure I'll bump into him and, and talk to him uh, at Designer Con if I go this year. Yeah, any artist that comes on that hasn't worked with them, I always will push towards working with them. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's like I just no, don't know. You know, nothing yeah. against him, but it's just like one of those things. Is like, 
I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I know Miles, and he says good things about him, but I don't really know other people, so I'd be curious. Yeah, so just have your expectations, like, just level or, like, it, like I don't know what the phrasing is for that. Like, just reel them in because uh, because he does have connections and he does run a booth and he does have promotion abilities and a huge reach and factories and all these things. You split what you sell it for and i think yeah. it i can't remember what it is it's like 50 or 60 he gets and you get 40 or 50 i don't remember any of it yeah um but you get an email if you you text him or uh send him an email and say i want to work with you and it's rad because he will have his first conversation he'll like either call you or send you a message of like these are the realistic expectations that you need to like understand um you'll you can produce something for me i need a specific number this is the time it takes this is how much money i take but it's cool it's it is great because of his reach and he is phenomenal to work with and um his ties to the community what he does for the community makes it worth it yeah and he's got his own little podcast now i see and uh, yeah dke toys uh on youtube i think it's all yeah. So I got his packaging. I think him and uh, Texas Customs uh, did that, mm-hmm. like, pre-packaging. It's so yeah. easy. And I see other people doing it, and I love it, especially there was a guy I made one for – he lives in the U.K., so I originally made it in that because I was like, if I end up sh- – they actually reached out to me. He's a, a watchmaker. Mm-hmm. Or he's got a huge YouTube, Nico – I'm trying to blank on his name. But they reached out to see if I'd make a toy. And at first I was like, who's the watch guy? And I was like, oh, that's a huge following. Of, yeah, cool. Yeah. And it randomly, it was so weird. I went to go ship the toy, and I didn't have a phone number. And he lives in yeah. in Ireland. And I was like, shit, I can't, because of customs, I can't send it. And it was like 250 bucks to send. And I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm, sorry, dude, I'm not doing that for free for you. You're going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. So I walked away, and I didn't send it. And it's weird how life works. That That was on a Friday. That Sunday, I saw he was in Huntington Beach. And so I hit him up on Instagram because we were following each other at that point. And I was like, dude, uh, you're in my hometown. Where are you at? And we met up for a drink and I gave him my toy. And I was just like, oh, that's so weird. Uh, but no, them making this thing was great. But that was another thing that was really hard. Of You sparked another memory is of how I started. I didn't know how everyone did it. But Dan O'Brown for a minute was doing packs where it had a backing card and all it was did you see that it was like a blank Mm. card and he pre-did it with a chad but it was just white and then it came with the blisters but i didn't know where to get the blisters and then finally i found out texas custom and stuff like that and it all pieced together so yeah and and shout out to texas customs i mean they got awesome stuff the only thing that i think is weird and Mm. no one has a six inch blister do you know of someone who has a six inch blister I don't know many figures that are sold on a card that are six inches. I think well, that's... all the X-Men, the wrestle. Oh, because there are more in boxes, you mean? Yeah. So if they're not, I mean, this one's pretty dang close. This is 5.5. Yeah. Um, But it's a. It's well, a... I think about this wrestling. So Mike, yeah. Mike, who, who we were talking about earlier, all of his are like wrestling figures. And mm-hmm. he's got one. And I think he gets it from. um uh line or something like that but they're they're oh, yeah, not yeah. quite the same and i was just I'm like i feel like there's a market if someone would just do one for that like i know you, i would buy it you're talking about clamshells right yeah yeah 
Um, I have man, I can't pull it off the wall. I have a don't couple. Worry it, don't worry about it. That um, because I love like bootleg TMNT figures. Uh huh. Um, let me see if I can get to it. Right there. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. about six inches. Um, and they come from a place called uh, E Plastics or something like that. And okay. if you you punch in like I need. I want a sample pack and you put all the ones in, they'll send you like six of each. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I have, did you and I, if you don't mind, man, you and I are going to be friends now. We're going to start yeah. texting. And you, I, I need, I need all the help I can get, man. So. Yeah. I, it's just struggling. I think what it is, is that it's just struggling through figuring out um, like who to find to talk to about this. Uh, because I, I was uninterested in spending three years identifying like what factory or where to get these it was like hey you do this where do i go yeah and like suck lord within my first he was the one i reached out to about my backers i was like listen you, you're like the guy how do i do this how do you print your backers and if i remember correctly he said something like create like i don't do that you idiot like i i print them out and i glue them and it was like makes makes way more sense dano did that blew my mind i was like oh yeah. of course that's you know like the bet the print i mean it's none yeah. of this stuff is rocket science but we just you your brain overthinks it because mm -hmm. you're used to seeing oh this has to be a giant company that does all this stuff that makes right. it that way and it's like oh yeah oh no i can just get that part someone else is making this and that's what it is i mean it's yeah when you started so you are at the point where we are in your story where you are creating you're seeing all these different artists and you start making and you've dropped a couple off by this point when do you go like full-fledged into it and just realizing i'm going to just make them of all these famous people that i enjoy or these people that i i like when I do you get I, to that point i don't think i ever i'm trying to think about the you know what the okay i do remember okay so uh i started making a couple and then i thought again it was COVID around i i didn't post till 2001 i think i started in november of 2020 i started making it no no let's see this is 2003 so i started last year so 2021 i started making them at the end of the year i made my uh, a handful man i started them all at once mm -hmm. and i got one of there's a comedian Chappelle lacy i don't know mm -hmm. if you know who that guy is so uh he's a friend of our podcast we knew him and uh i saw the fridge and and chappelle's got a gap in his tooth yeah so the fridge action figure from gi joe has a gap in his tooth and it looks kind of yeah. similar to him so and he's huge into black flag so i i made a black flag jacket and mm -hmm. i did all these different things and uh i made it for him and johnny my friend was going to go to his podcast i said and we're best friends so we hang out all the time i was like hey do you mind if i give you this figure and you can give it to him on his podcast and he's like oh yeah and that was the first person that i gave one to okay uh but that was kind of chabelle's kind of i mean we're not friends but we're friendly you know so it was that was kind of like not someone i didn't know um but then i made a uh chino from the deftones uh i have a friend who who interviewed him and knows him and i guess chino's huge into star wars mm -hmm. so he really like star wars figures so i made a instead of the mandalorian chino moreno's his name i said a moreno lorian 
and Dude. I just photoshopped it and yeah. I took a, a Mandalorian figure and put a head that looked like Chino Moreno. And I don't know, someone must have tagged his publicist. Mm-hmm. and she goes hey can i give this to him for his birthday and I, i'll pay you and i was like dude if you can get me a picture with him with my figure you can have it for free and she's like okay no problem and so she did that and that's that was the first one of it getting to someone of like yeah. i grew up with and i was like holy shit that's fucking awesome so that was the first one that kind of gave me the fever and at that time i had a little more time on my hands this year sucks dude i've been working so much and it's it's kind of depressing because I don't have as much time to work on toys as I want. Um, last year, I had a thing where I said, I want to do one every week. So I my goal was to make 52 figures. Mm-hmm. So I had had, whether it came out the week of, but like at the end of the year, I wanted to have one for every single week. And that and I accomplished, I think I did 54. Uh, this year, okay. there's no way I'm going to make it just because work is insane. But yeah. um, But that was kind of what did it. And then comedians like i just said brad williams that one was kind of layup because he's been on our podcast a bunch but i'm a huge fan so it's it's yeah. some of them low-hanging fruit one that i just did and it's funny I, this has never happened i dreamt about a figure have you mm-hmm. have you ever done that before because i had never done that i haven't yet but people have told me about it and i'm just waiting for my dream to come through <laughs> i have this one and it's completely stupid yeah but i literally last week dreamt and i woke up and I wanted to make a Master P. Mm-hmm. You know, Master P, the rapper. Yeah. And I, in my sleep, imagined, or my brain's working, what pieces I was going to use. And then, so I just Unreal. I just finished oh, him yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. old school Master P. And he in the green with his, one of his albums. And I mean, it just reminds me of being 16. And I remember my 16th birthday hearing Master P for the first time. So it's, yeah. a lot of the stuff when I post, I'll write a little blurb of why they mean something to me. Mm. Um, sometimes not, but most of the time, I'll, I'll, and no one's asking. Everyone's, I don't know. No one gives a shit about what I think. But uh, I, I don't know. That's that's my space. So I can write whatever I want to write about it. You know, yeah. so that's that's usually what it is, is someone that's got some impact on my life. So Master P, while it's been a while, like, I was like, oh, that'd be a fun one to do. And it, it literally came together. That's the one that the ones that come together really quickly, I feel like the ones that are like meant to be. And then there's some other ones yeah. that I just struggle with. And I'm like, do I even want to finish this one? I don't know. But I don't know. That's sick. I think um, that's a cool way to do that. To like look over your history of like, ah, oh, I liked these things. This is what I'm going to create. Yeah. That's the thing I'm I'm missing. Like with the Furby figure, I like Furbies. It's cool. Um, and so that kind of inspired that figure. But for like to look over my life and think of different figures and create those, that'd be that's a point that I probably want to get to and create things that didn't exist. When you look over the years that you've now been in this and the people that you've been able to meet because of it and give them the figure and the uh the the ways in which you've probably like just blessed those people because you give them to them for free which is awesome um where do you want to head with this toy making career uh like i said because of the people i know and the you know i honestly would eventually if this is dream stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all, and I don't think it's undoable by any means. I 100% think I could do it. 
uh, I want to be, I want to get a super seven ish company going. Okay. Uh, but I have a family of four. I mean, we're a family of four. I got two kids yeah. and it's really, when you get to a certain, when you're young, you can just say, fuck it. I'm going all in. And I love when people say that. I'm like, no, yeah. you just got to put all in. It's like, yeah, that works when you're 20. But when you have a mortgage and you got two kids and you're not fucking with your own life, you're fucking with other people's lives. Yeah. I can't just say, you know, kids, screw college. I'm going to use this and hope it works. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I do have some people that I know that I've been talking to that want to help me with the licensing side and things like that. But it's on me to kind of figure out how to do it reasonably cost effectively mm -hmm. um but at the same time i have a normal job so like i said i don't even have time to to mess around with these and do our podcast and hang out with my family and give my kids the time they need so it's all about time it's not mm -hmm. money it's not anything it's it's time and that's the hardest part because literally anything you want to do you can do you just gotta fucking do it and yeah. uh, it's just again about time so i mean the way are you talking about you want to get into like injection molding like i want to be i want a super seven i want to be a super seven yeah i want to i want to license figures for bands comedians oh yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like that and do runs like like because there's that sweet spot right you want to hit like and maybe I, someone else is listening and being like sam dude you don't get it at all but like if you go overseas to get yeah to if just to get the freaking mold itself i mean you gotta spend a couple like we'll say six grand but if if i want to do six thousand figures i'm already a dollar a figure just in the mold i haven't even made the figures i haven't packaged the figures i haven't done all this so i do look at all that yeah that's way down the line but you're uh, pretty dang close uh it's like five to ten thousand for molds yeah. and then uh paint masks you got to pay for because you got to get all those paint crispy um and then yeah packaging packaging is probably the cheapest right it's so thin and so like is it i mean so i went i went to a local huntington beach has, has this really good 3d printer and they do a lot of stuff for a lot of people and it's really it was a cool story too it, it, it works here i went to them and i was like hey man can i have a meeting with you i got a lot of people interested in these and i showed up and first I see, I look at it in their thing and they have a box full of like super seven figures. Dope. And I was like, they're like, Oh yeah, we totally know super seven, but they don't do toys. They do a little bit of everything. Like they did some camera thing for, um, uh, James Cameron and mm -hmm. they're doing high end. Uh, I'll even give a shout out, uh, SNL, uh, 3d printing or whatever. But then when we started talking, it was really great talk. They actually, I looked over and Tristan uh, Eaton is a graffiti artist. He's my favorite graffiti artist. Like, I fucking love his shit. And I saw that they had like a, a random cardboard box that had his art on. I was like, dude, I love Tristan Eaton. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ended up talking to them and they were doing a project with Tristan. That's and they cool. said they were, they were at his shop and they walked by my toy. They didn't realize it was my toy. And they said, Oh, cool. Did you commission this? And, or I mean, I mean, did you do a run of this? He goes, No, a fan made it. Isn't it cool? And it was cool to hear someone disconnected to that person. And it came back to me that someone else ran into my figure in someone's yeah. shop and saw it. That was cool. But uh, they were asking, they wanted to do, they were really pushing more about the celebrity thing of like getting them in and doing head scans and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, well, what's that going to cost? You're already blowing my budget before 
like yeah. I'm getting there. So I'm like, there's, there's gotta be a better way of doing this. So I'm trying to figure out, and I really like, they're really nice people. And I just know I'd have to do a lot of the front end stuff and then go to them to produce if I'm going to do that. But I don't even know if that would be the way, uh, dude, I'm, where am I going with this? But I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out heels. Have you ever seen, there's a wrestling guy, the heels of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he's, he does these licensed figures with wrestlers and he kind of slowly has been posting stuff of how he does stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is like, if I just had more money to invest in myself to get some of this stuff, I could probably do runs in my garage yeah, and things like that. I mean, it's just the investment in it. And again, I got a wife to talk to. Like if, if yeah. I was on my own, I would buy all this shit and just go all in. But you could, yeah. you could do uh small runs I want to do five to like maybe 2000, 500 to 2000. That's, oh, that's, it's hard to make money at that though. Um, you could do it in China and make money. Um, who does it? Uh, Healy made does that. He makes figures in batches. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't even open it right now. Um, but there he does, uh, and they have the like, a Galio style and uh, the three seven five, uh, some kind of plastic. But it's doable. You have to find. I think the the tougher part is you have to find the right factories. You have to find the trustworthy things. Again, time. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know I could do it. I just need to put the time into it. Yeah. But as far as licensing and and connections, I would like, and I wouldn't. I would totally partner with someone, but. Like the 3D printing, I like what I'd like to do is partner with someone who's a good 3D printer. We we could work together to do this, and then do by my job as a project manager. So, mm. as silly as it seems, I feel like the the things that I've gotten as a project manager of like you assign me something, I'm gonna find out how to get this accomplished for you. Mm-hmm. That's just in my nature and what I do. I might, I won't, and it, just like our podcast, like I don't want to be the host. I want to be the guy that gets shit done. I want you to do all this, but I'll help do all You know what I mean? It's that's kind of yeah. what I want to do. So I think the cool part, um, you could, you could commission. Uh, it's cheaper to commission the head sculpt than to take someone in to have it scanned. Yes. Find the body that can. And I don't sc- like that. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't, I like, I'm not looking to do uh, what I envisioned. Cause like what I grew up with, yeah. I don't want a McFarlane figure that looks exactly like the person. Right. I, mm-hmm. I want a little cartooniness of it to, to make it like a fucking toy. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the fun of it. So. Yeah. I could connect you to a bunch of 3d sculptors that could do it that are cool. Cause I've reached out to some and they're like, Oh no, I don't commission stuff or I don't do that. It's like, yeah. because I need the files, you know? And they're like, no, I'll, I'll make it for you, but I'm not going to give you files for it. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's a bummer. That, that's a, that'd be a bummer yeah we can find them we can we can easily find them make it make it happen um i mean you could pay as much as 600 bucks for a full sculpt you could pay as little as 80 bucks just for the head like well, fiber fiber is a new thing i've been starting to look at i got a yeah. buddy who's doing fiber but i just i don't know i was like i don't know if i we'll see what happens here i don't know yeah there's a lot again time is all i need so yeah dude that's dope i hope that that does work out because another company like super seven in the mix would be so sick and, talking and it's to, not like I'd be going after their shit. I mean, they're going for the big boys like Metallica and all these things. Like, that's not who I'm going for, man. I'm yeah. I'm I'm doing the low hanging fruit that they're they're looking they're looking at the big boys. I'm looking at helping the people that like no effects, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, I got some ties to them, and not you know I'm not with them, or but like I know people, and 
uh, I would love to like make no effects figures or bands that I like and comedians and I don't know. Yeah. It's, the company that you should try to figure out a way to get uh teamed up with is Nacelle then. Uh Brian. Uh Vol- how are they tied? So I see them and uh-huh. I see Super Seven, right? They're, so they're not tied like they they produce their own well they're Brian, both in like Walmart, like you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, or or target and stuff so yeah so brian flynn and then uh brian volks vice i think is his last name so they he does like nacelle has toys but nacelle also is a production company so they work with comedians they work with artists they work with publishing so they've produced uh not that long ago they produced uh a three pack i think of comedians um and they were the ones that did the the toys that made us show, like all kinds of that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So if there was a tie to get to, to work with, it would be them because they they would be able to hook you into like they do licensing. They work with the comedian to produce their special, which then means you could produce figures with that special. Well, Johnny, I've been talking about that show, so maybe I'll get them on the show to just talk about their rad show, and then yeah, say hey, well, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be so sick he he is easy to get to uh i thought he would be way harder being a has CEO. he been on here yeah oh he's i gotta on, check out that episode i think he's been on twice um uh, and he's been on ad, uh adventures in collecting a, a different toy podcast as well um it's cool to to talk to him he's got so much going on his own things but it's dope yeah um looking at this from a purely like hobby standpoint Mm -hmm. do you ever see your 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 role or what you do for making toys expanding like where to the point where you would be able to leave like is your hope you would leave all project management stuff to move into the super seven is that the hope well you know it's funny like i don't i don't hate my job but i do my i i work what do they say? Work to live, not live to work. Yeah. And the only reason why that's my dream is because I want to wake up and like do I want I want to do what my passion is, right? So I'm going to work, fucking building shit. It's it's cool, yeah. I guess. But it's not like I don't know. It's not fun to talk about. It's like, what, what do you do? It's like, <laughs> oh, I do this. Uh. Yeah. But when I talk about toys, it's, it's, I get, I light up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if you talk to me, I'm fucking boring to talk to because at some point I will talk about my toys or my podcast. Like, it mm-hmm. will happen every time because that's what interests me. You know, it's like whatever yeah. people's passions are. And it's my passion. And I would love to do something. And also, dude, like, I'm big. I'm being a dad it's not to get cheesy like that's my thing like Mm. family is my thing and i want to be able to tell my kids like look anything you want to do you can do if you just try you know what i mean so so i think it'd be really cool if and not even like i'm looking to get like super rich or but i i want a healthy living to support my family but it's hard because you get to a certain point in life where you're making a certain amount of money and it's like well, I can't leave that behind and benefits and retirement and all that stuff. Like I look at a lot yeah. of like musicians and comedians who, who follow their passion and they're doing what they love, but they might not have retirement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword with me of 
doing it, but I can't go all in, which kind of hurts me. But I'll, I also want to retire at some time. So yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know. I'm sure I'll have a. I, the way I look at it is like I want it to be a second career for me at some point, where like I've I've done this and then set myself up well enough to maybe take a risk when my kids get a little like my daughter's 12 my son's nine maybe when my mm-hmm. daughter's like 18 there's out of the house maybe i can start risking a little bit more you know so that's kind of the, the dream yeah dude it's been fantastic to have you yeah sorry podcast. i talked so long man i feel like no I it's it's perfect it's perfect one of the uh the last parts that we do for every artist on the podcast is it's you can plug everything that you do that you want people to get in touch with you about collaborations if you do that all that stuff oh i love that. away uh yeah it's, i uh tiktok i'm afraid to go on because i don't need another addiction so mm-hmm. i've stared clear of that as much as i can uh which i should go i see a lot of people doing that i'm just on instagram at sam the hawk toys uh also um i produce a podcast called drinks with johnny it's hosted by the bassist of avenge sevenfold johnny christ and um it's me him and another guy and uh we used to be a little more interviewish and we still are but we recently have had me and brando our other uh third leg of the podcast we'll we'll chime in just to make it more conversational and we have guests from comedians actors musicians and that's that takes a lot of my time so uh if you can go check out drinks with johnny or sam the hawk toys that would uh help me out a ton and i appreciate it and i appreciate you having me on man i appreciate you you reaching out uh that was a nice surprise i didn't expect it and uh give me a follow on instagram because i don't know how all these fuckers get these followings. some people have like huge followings and i'm like your toys are cool but and then there's other people who have these massively awesome toys I'm not saying me, but like way better than me. And I'm like, how are you not yeah, massively big? You know what I mean? It's that algorithm's a bitch. So look at, yeah, it is. But I would say look at engagement. If you see these people with massive audiences, go to like, go to their reels or go to their like last couple posts and see how many likes. Could just be a fluke. They posted something that went nuts and people followed, but who knows? Dude, you know, the last one, uh, shout out to, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, shit. Hang on, I'm trying to think. He did the Everybody Hates Chris one. Oh. Uh, but it was, of- it was when What's-His-Name slapped him. Oh, yeah, Hands of Doom. Hands of Doom. That guy was nice to me, too. I appreciate that guy. I want to yeah. give that guy a shout out. Um, yeah, he's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, so, yeah, dude, it's, nope. yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Dude, <laughs> I'll let you go. No, go no, to LA. Go so to much. drop off your shit tonight, so you can have tomorrow off. I know. I know. I still got to paint so many of those. Uh, also, tell next time you see Johnny, tell him thank you for shaping so much of my high school life. Like, I remember seeing them in concert. Like listening to them. Backcountry right. was like our anthem. It I wish fun. I. You're in San Diego. I wish we would have done this like a month ago because mm-hmm. I went down to San Diego to the show. I would. I would have brought you out my guy next time next time um yeah it was cool it was uh it was cool listening to him going to shows and having my best friend there and we're just hanging out and listening to Avenged sevenfold um but yeah that's crazy that there it's that's what i'm learning more and more that like the smaller the world is the more that we either do podcasts or do all kinds of stuff oh the world Uh, is so small honestly that's the one thing i learned about the podcast like 
nobody is especially california like yeah. and not even la fuck la but uh but like <laughs> just in general yeah just be a good person and yeah and just be nice to everybody and 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 be a go-getter you know like this podcast man you're you're killing it you're you're doing it and it's a grind so i gotta give you some credit people don't realize and yeah consistency is hard the reason why there's so many podcasts in the world is because so many people start and they fall off and it's not fun so like five years in like it seems fun but it's work so mm -hmm. cheers to you man because it is it is work while while it's fun having the conversations there's a lot of yeah. reaching out scheduling fucking cutting doing all this stuff so so cheers to you man dude thank you